Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Marietta Jones. Hello, I'm here. Stace Babcock. Guys, I want you to know that I would do an escape room with all of you. Okay, but like a socially distanced escape room? Uh, The proverbial escape room. I would be, you know, trapped in a small space with you guys for hours. Oh. Like, would we be wearing masks or... (laughs) Did we already do an escape room with the cave tunnel? Just with the cave. Just with the last two episodes, honestly. (laughs) Literally all of them. (laughs) Virtual escape room. Samson Davis. Mellify. A burr meaning to embalm or mummify a person in honey. Unrelated, I feel like Stannis needs a hug. Maybe not from Italia. <laughs> and Alex Finn. So my mom actually listened to some of our podcasts and she says I'm really boring. I don't know how to take that. Besides, my mom likes to roast me. <laughs> how far has she listened? She listened for like 30 minutes because she was at my house. That ain't enough. What She's... was happening? It was last episode. Well, no, not last episode, but... The cave episode. The cave episode. And she's like, God damn, you're boring, Alex. Why don't you have any presence? Well, that was also us just, like, figuring out how to escape a cave. That's not exactly Let's not like... call it just figuring it out how to, you know, just figuring out how to ex- escape okay. a cave. Okay, might be, might okay. be. I'm sorry. But yeah, my mom is savage. <laughs> 30 minutes isn't enough to get a taste of cha-cha. It just isn't. Mm. The slow burn. <laughs> cha-cha is that, like, peppercorn that, like... You don't notice until it hits the back of your throat and then it fucks up your whole life. Yeah, you're like, is this spicy? Like, no, it's not spicy. But you're like, yeah, it's spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get started, we have an important item of business to attend to, and that is that we have a new patron. Woo! Our newest patron is... Martin! From our Discord channel as well. Martin is a great guy, super knowledgeable about RPGs. He certainly... Introduced me to a few new ones in chat. Which is impressive. Mm-hmm. And also, some of us have even had an opportunity to play games with him, right, Stace? Yeah, I played Vert with Martin for Isolicon, which was the first time I'd ever played the game. And it was a fantastic time. Martin was absolutely great to play with. I had a blast. I think we, even after we were done with the stream, we just kept chatting for like an hour after the fact. It was just, yeah, Martin's a cool guy. Nice. Yes. So thank you so much, Martin. Your support means the world to us. Thank you. So who remembers what happened last time? I think I am going to pick on Samson. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. So basically what we did was talk to Stance for a little bit, watch Nick's swim, and then drag us out of the cave. And then we got into a... Fen dealt with a giant crab monster, and then we started camping. But we also got dumped with a lot of information from Stannis. I don't remember if it was the last episode. So let's see. We figured out that Stannis knows Atalia's mom, who's called Saliana. Mm-hmm. We also learned that Jima is called Amaranth Stone and is apparently a badass. We all knew. We knew that, but now it's like, a formal badass. She's like it is can. She had like a name and everything. Right before she was sort of just a casual badass. Uh, we also learned of the dialogue, which was this all-encompassing criminal organization a hundred years ago that 
for whatever reason, broke down. And some of the bigger pieces that it broke into are the Nexos, the Handlers, and a new organization called the Agents. Learned that Tully's mom was Stannis' handler. Stannis lost some shit in a blue ship that is flying around somewhere nearby. So that right now is our goal. Also, Dan said the cloaca blooms last episode, and I can't get over that. What? That's what he said. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? When Nyx's venom hit the critical organs of the crab monster, the cloaca blooms. The cloaca blooms. Which had best be the name of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. The cloaca blooms. So the crab got murdered for I, me? If it, <laughs> I don't know, man. People respond to stress in different ways. It's like I mean, run off screen and take a moment to itself. No judgment. I feel like the cloaca does more than, right? No, I'm not up on my crab physiology. Okay. It does. It does. It's everything. Hey, man, I monsters in the ninth world do crazy shit. One almost ate Italia because it's like, hey, what did it say? Oh, shit. Told her her mother was waiting in Shalmas. You know, I don't really know if I want to see my mom, Daniel. I just want to let you know. I don't know. But we can kill her, too, so it's no big. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> There was other reveals from Stannis as well that uh, uh, Sam skipped over about uh, somebody else in your past. <laughs> right. Tamara was family friend. I love a badass bitch, and I'm sorry she's gone. <laughs> she was just trying to help in her own way, her own misguided way. Oh, we're also going to this town called Elderbriar for a workhorse because apparently we don't trust Nyx. I thought Nyx isn't good enough. <laughs> Why can't Nyx just be a workhorse and it's fine? Fine. I know, but whenever she's strapped to the cart, it takes her a turn to unstrap. I mean... We, need, we gotta get a quick release system. I've got it. I, I will say this, as you guys have been traveling, Nyx, you've started to see the tiny flaw in your guys' plan in that the rope works great on level terrain or when you're going uphill. Not so great when you're going down. <laughs> Nick's like turn around and like walk backwards with the cart. <laughs> yeah. So here's a question: Cha Cha may or may not have a mechanical steed that I keep forgetting about. Oh my god! <laughs> she has a mechanical steed. I feel like we had this conversation though because it only lasts for like twenty eight hours, right? That's a whole day. Well, that's still twenty. Yeah, but that's, again, like, one day. We could all sit in the cart. We could sleep in the cart. And it doesn't have to eat, sleep, or anything. It's just a mechanical horse. Well, I mean, we could... Are we within 28 hours of a place in which we could buy a horse? Yeah, you're within 28 hours of Autobrier. <laughs> oh, also, Dilly's having more visions of his murder robot, but that's its own thing. It's, it's no big. Yeah, Nothing big happened with that. It's fine. Yeah. It can be glossed over. Just gonna gloss over this entire subplot. It's fine. I'm sure. It's fine. No one needs to know. Sure, nothing bad will happen. It won't be coming back. It was just a, you know, mushroom induced dream. Aren't they all? Cloaca induced dream, whatever. <laughs> so, if you are, are you, you, well, I guess we're starting where we left off, which was Dilla, you were explaining to Natalia your vision of the automaton in the Queen's spittoon. And then you froze physically and saw another vision of it holding up the bloody face of Lone Shark guy 
looking in the mirror, which to you felt like looking into the mirror, but with the automaton's face, and it made a chittering noise. And then in that chittering, you somehow understood a message of a delibrib. And then you suddenly you're back where you were with Italia, just the two of you hanging out at the camp. Yeah. So when Dilly comes out of this fugue state vision thing, he's going to just start to shake a little bit. And Natalia will see kind of like lines appear, almost like cracked glass around his head, just slowly kind of spiderweb out. And he'll just be like, Natalia, I can't keep doing this. I don't know what to do. It's said my name. Said your name? I thought, I didn't know automatons could like talk. I didn't, I didn't. Apparently they made it, so it could, but it would... I don't know. Can I, like, can I do any sort of, like, understanding of Monero to see, like, what... If there's, like, anything else I can glean from, like, what he's told me about this connection, or... I don't know. I don't know if you could. I mean, okay. you're welcome to roll, but, like, I, I don't think there's really enough for you to draw more okay, information from. Fair. I don't know what to tell you. I, I feel like you you... It really seems like you must have a connection with this thing. I mean, from from everything I've learned, there's something going on here. So I don't know. What did you do to it? I mean, what did those plans say? I know you don't have them anymore, but you did build that automaton, didn't you? Not fully. I Again, I just made sure that the uh, metal mine that, that is its brain uh, interfaced with the body that they had already partially built. Making sure Old World uh, mess mixed with the... Uh, New World stuff they were using. I wish we had those plans or something. How how do you do it? How do you just continue to live knowing that you might die soon? Like, if someone's trying to get you, I can't keep doing this. Oh, I think some of it is kind of because I have to. What? I know it's not the fun answer, but, I mean, what would I do? Like, go hide somewhere and, like, work in a market? I don't have people skills. And, like, I don't know if you noticed, but I look a heck of a lot like a certain lady that's pissed off a lot of people. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I just don't know what else I would do. Dilly, I mean, you can keep running. You could go hide and settle down somewhere, and maybe the automaton wouldn't find you. But ultimately, there is some connection there. And I don't know if that means it'll be able to find you tomorrow, but... Chances are it's very intrigued, and I don't know if it's in a positive way or a negative way, or if it's just confused, or how it views its relationship with you. I don't know how automatons think, but it seems like something that is intrinsically connected to you, and you will have to deal with it in some capacity. And you don't necessarily have to do that alone, but running away forever isn't going to really fix that either. You want to not be running or hiding forever, then you have to address it yeah yeah i just uh. i want to be able to just say just like go hole up somewhere start a new life in a new town no one will ever know you know but the reality is that it's gonna be there in the world and if it doesn't catch up with you tomorrow it will in x number of years and you're not alone right now you know you don't have to go face this automaton alone you don't even have to do it tomorrow but you got to start thinking about how to address it, whether that's gaining more knowledge, meeting up with a former mentor who might know something more. I like, I don't know, but you got to start thinking, how can I solve this problem and not, how do I protect myself from it? Just, you know, does that make sense? So I think when you say solve the problem, the kind of cracked glass lines 
that have been appearing and spreading kind of stop. Dilly just kind of, he stops shaking, but he's still pale. He just kind of, I guess, stares at the campfire that I assume we have. So, problem. I mean, you built it and them. He didn't use pronouns, but he just kind of a robot. It, I feel like it has consciousness. Maybe. I don't know. Like, you said it said your name, or you comprehended your name by what it said or something, so. Yeah. No. Thank you, by the way, just for listening. Yeah. And, you know, well, I'm sure we can help you, too. You know, it's not just you. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much more for you to learn, too. I mean, try to be a little excited about that. I don't know if excited's the right word at the moment. That's fair. Well, I am. I would like to learn more. I feel like Jarmond was kind of limiting in the end. Maybe I was never going to learn more about Numenera there, you know? Well, hey, if my robot doesn't kill me, you want to learn about robots? Yeah, that would be great. I'm extremely fascinated, actually. But yeah, I can take the next watch and let you go to sleep now. Okay. Are you sure? Okay, well, like, wake me up if you have any other weird stuff, because that the whole you stopping in the middle conversation was a little interesting. It was a little, like, I don't know if you'd, like, had your drink spiked or something. You just very, like, you were just, like, not really there. I... But you were still... It was... made me a little uncomfortable, so... You just let me know if that happens again, please. <laughs> Made me uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> Taken out, yeah. Out of here. Yeah, if something happens, you'll be the first to know. Uh, also, maybe we should tell the others because Shark Guy and Harpa, like, we know them. I don't want to tell Chacha. She might get angry with me. Well, we could start with Nyx. And then we could all tell Chacha together and Nyx will be there. Do you think that's enough? <laughs> I'll be there too. We'll all be there together. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like we gotta be able to communicate, even if it's uncomfortable. We've been hanging out for like a month, sleeping in the woods and shit together. We should be able to communicate, right? I... That's that's like teamwork. That's what they wanted, right? They wanted us to like plan together. That was their thing. They were like, don't just do your own thing, you know, like communicate let's plan together so let's test them on that okay who's them who are we proving this cha-cha and nix remember they got so mad at uh, me oh yeah that's right <laughs> i know it's been like a month <laughs> well i also wasn't really there for but that so i was... i know because i left you because i'm horrible anyways <laughs> well you also saved me so you made up for it yeah Oh, that sort of... What if I hadn't done that? Do you think... I don't know. Sounds complicated. Let's not. Okay, so is Italia going to sleep then? Yeah. Okay, so Dilly, you have your watch. You don't see much happening during your watch. The next person to wake up, though, is Nyx. Not for watch. This is just Nyx waking up in the morning. Yeah, so she gets up. She's in the cart, so she gets out of the cart. That's where she's <laughs> was... uh. Sleep in. She walks kind of close to the main area and is like, sup, Dilly? And then starts doing, like, her pre-run stretches. Hi, good morning. <laughs> still dark. Yeah. Well, time, man. Yeah. Yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you sleep well? Oh, yeah. That cart's pretty comfortable, honestly. Even with the statues in there? I kind of slept next to the statues, but... There's just enough space, you know. 
little sardine. Okay. I'm not going to question it. I just don't feel like that'd be comfortable. You should try it. I, should I? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you think it's less comfortable than the ground? I Yeah, I kind of do. I kind of feel like a wooden cart with stone statues or whatever they're made out of would be a, a bit more uncomfortable. Well, next time you give it a shot and you tell me, Dilly. I wouldn't want to steal your favorite sleeping space. Oh, I'm not sleeping in there because it's my favorite. I'm sleeping in there in case the cart gets stolen. Oh, 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 that's a thing we need to deal with. Holy shit. Gotcha. <laughs> right. Um, right. Uh, hey, since you're up, can I just uh, pass something by you? Yeah. Well, uh, how would you tell Cha-Cha that um, <laughs> her favorite bar friend might have been murdered by a robot I built? And he just kind of smiles like, huh? How would you do that? Uh, directly, I think, Dilly. Yeah, just, like, put it out there. Just right in front of her, within arm's reach, within short distance? Oh, yeah. I mean, Cha-Cha is spontaneous, but she doesn't want to hurt any of us, Dilly. I think our bigger problem would be her running away to Charmand to try and see what happened. Ooh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to be close so we can catch her. Right. Surround her. No? You have a face like you say no. Uh, I'm just thinking about that. Maybe, yeah, maybe just try to contain her long enough. But, you know, we also can't force Cha-Cha to stay, so. That's true. Yeah. But, yeah, you, I mean, I don't know if this one's going to get better with time. To, well, actually, how do you even, what makes you think that? Uh, right. Um, so I've had a few dreams where I am my robots that I built. And... I've seen kind of what the Nixos were doing, and I saw that Polos, our right friend, was killed by the robot, and it's functional, and now it's looking for me. Oh, my robot's looking for me, and I saw it kind of bust into the Queen's platoon and shoot, punch first, ask questions later, and it's chittering voice. Yeah, Karfa may also be a little bruised. Yeah, I, yeah. Aw, oh, dang, you're having dreams? They were dreams, and then I had one a couple hours ago where it just happened. While I was talking to Atalia, just brain left this place and went to Charmond. And it, the robot looked in the mirror, said my name, like it fucking knew. So, hey, that's also the thing we're dealing with now, by the way. I sh mm. Oh, and so you're you're sure that it was real? Like your consciousness traveled like projection? Or do you think you're having anxiety-fueled dreams, Dilly? See, that's what I said. That's what I told Italia. I thought it was anxiety or something. And then she scanned me and said, uh, probably not, so fuck. Oh, dang, she scanned. Yeah, she did the scan thing, you know. It's... Yeah. She loves to scan. Man, how many times has she scanned you now, Dilly? How does that look? I think it was just the once, unless I... There was another time. Don't worry about it. I don't think so. <laughs> Why, how many times have you been scanned? Also once, I hope. <laughs> twice. Oh, she scanned me twice, at least, Dilly, that I know of. That you know of? Well, yeah, you see how much she scans? She's scanning things all the time. Uh, She's a persistent scanner. <laughs> Mid-combat, she scans stuff, just for funsies. Man, it's like, it. I wouldn't call it a problem, per se. It's more of a idiosyncrasy. Yeah. A quirk. Useful, though. So you've probably only been scanned one time. Okay. Well, I'm probably, yeah. 
<laughs> I lost the thread of what we were talking about. So, but you know, <laughs> Italia's a good nano. So if she says they're legit and they're not dreams, then I, I would believe her, man. Cool, 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 cool. So anyway, I guess. So what does that mean? That means that you have a connection and that it can communicate with you. Can you communicate with it? Um, do I want to do that? Because then it kind of knows where I am. And it, it's again, it's on a mission to kill me. So is that a great idea? I meant, can you like disable it maybe or hinder it or fool it or something like that, man? Like, what do you think? Maybe. Because I could just like be looking at one of my illusions and say like, oh, look at this. I'm on an island. Try to find me. That might be something. Yeah. But uh, thank you for telling me about that, Dilly. That sounds like it was pretty uh, scary situation. So. Yeah. How do you do this? Just day to day, probably going to die. How do you not break down in tears and crawl into a hole and die? Well, Dilly, first of all, the fact of the matter is, is we're all going to die. And we don't know when. So I kind of like to think of myself as like already dead. Okay. And that makes me free, man. That means that every day is a gift that I keep. I get to keep doing what I want to do and what I love to do. I think you see kind of like the Mac, like dot circle loading like buffering just like okay you already think of yourself dead yeah okay and so time is a gift dilly it's what i'm saying it's a gift to us and we need to use it well and so i use it to travel around and and help other travelers uh and you know keep people from hurting other people and doing what i love what is it that you love to do well, kind of what I just said. So it was it was inclusive of the other things, which is like traveling around and helping other people. Oh. Yeah. You hear a voice from farther back in the camp, and it's Stannis's voice. And she says, what do you like to do, Dilly? Uh, oh, good morning. Uh, I guess I like working on stuff. And I think Dilly is going to have a little crisis because he doesn't really know what he likes to do. He's just kind of doing stuff. I, actually, I should say this. I don't really know what I like to do. I, was, I enjoy fixing stuff, but I, was, I don't know if I would... just been kind of doing stuff since I started apprenticing under Master Aces. Man, is my life just nothing? Oh, are you kidding, Dilly? You've made a badass automaton that's out there killing Lone Shark Guy. Uh. <laughs> like, you had a successful shop. You have three new friends, me, Chacha, Talia. We're traveling around. We're, we're getting statues. You built this sick cart. Like, you're doing so much shit. That's really my choice, though. Just kind of happened. Oh. Billy, I'll offer you an XP at this point. <gasps> okay. Take it. Oh, no. Who you give the other one to? Oh, uh, shit. I can give this one to Nyx, because I think the vision from the last episode was an uh, intrusion. I gave that one to Talia. This one's going to go to Nyx. Okay. Thank you. So, Cha-Cha, you're waking up just, and the first thing you hear upon waking up is Stannis asking Dilly and Nyx, like, wait, who's Lone Shark Guy and who's killing him right now? I think Cha-Cha's sleeping in a tree, so she kind of peers over the branch, really suspicious, like, okay, so who are we killing? Uh, so, um, okay, so you know the Nyxos, right? I, that's a dumb question you told us. Uh, uh, uh I took a job from them not knowing that they were bad and i was integral in the creation of a robot automaton 
that I'm now having visions of its pursuit of me, and in one of those visions I saw it possibly kill, probably did, a character in a bar that we call Lone Shark Guy, because we don't know his name. Holy shit, what if that's Atalia's dad? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're... No one can have parents. <laughs> I just had a weird thought. doesn't matter. Anyway, so that's Lone Shark Guy and thing that is killing it. Him. Good news, though. What kind of automaton is this? Ah, destructive. All. I, I only worked on, like, the Metal Mind, and that was a crazy variant of a, like, Relentless Reaper. So it kind of helped. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's fucking cool. Until, uh, until it got bad. And then it was bad, obviously. Those things will travel all over the Ninth World. They'll travel through interdimensional space to hunt down their prey. Ah. Uh, like, once they've got prey, they don't stop. I don't think Dilly knew about the interdimensional space. Interdimensional space? Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. And I don't even know what body, because it's a new body. It's the metal mind, but it's not the actual relentless reaper body. So, yeah. Well, that'll slow it down at least. I hope so. Although we do know it's in Charmant, at least at this moment-ish. Yeah. Okay. But you think it killed this lone shark guy? I would be surprised if he continued to live, because there was a lot of blood and ruptured skin. Chacha's gonna jump roll out of the tree and start jogging towards Charvan. Cha-cha? Oh, shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, I can't catch her next week. Can you help? Oh. All right, all right. Nyx cuts her stretching short and... <laughs> Gets a Charlie horse. She's been stretching this whole time, by the way. <laughs> she didn't stop. Stretching before a run. That's rough. Mm-hmm. It's dynamic stretching. She's been, like, doing skips. Power jumps. Um, <laughs> during this conversation. So she jacks after Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha. Mm, we're going to Shermond. No, no, no. The automaton's coming here to Dilly. But we're just going to leave everybody dying? It's a month away, Cha-Cha. I don't think we can get there fast enough. You'd be surprised how long you can crawl along with wounds that bad. I mean, before other people can help him. He had all of his bros. They're probably dead. They're not as good as him, but... I mean, I've managed to crawl along for weeks after being kicked out of towns. He's in Gordana. I don't think he'll be crawling along that long, Cha-Cha. But, like, it's not our problem that Italia's mom's girlfriend can't keep her stuff and got lost to the big ship in the sky. We did our job. Cha-Cha, the ship in the sky. What? It... There's a lot of things in the sky just because there's one more doesn't make it awesome. But if we get it, we could fly to Charmon. Or we could lose the statues and then we lose this other job and then Mama Jaren won't even help us. Right. So we should go back because the Lone Shark guy was going to help us. He probably got hurt for helping us. He probably did, Cha-Cha. But there's just nothing that we can do about it. We can murder them all. Well, that's what I'm saying, is when the automaton gets here, we gotta murder it. Like, I'm I'm for murdering the automaton. But I could get to Sherman a lot faster if I rode my horse. You could get one day out of that horse, Cha-Cha. One day, just going. Cha-Cha, I'm not gonna stop you from doing what you gotta do. But in this case, 
I can't go with you. I think Chacha's going to slow down and kind of think, like, is it worth it? Odds are that Lone Shark guy could get help, and she could murder the automaton if it came and killed Dilly. But we're not going to chase the random starship, right? Because none of us can fly. Let's take it one moment at a time, Chacha. Let's get to Everbriar. Everbriar. Elderbriar. Let's get the the livestock we need to get this cart to move a lot faster. And then we'll just take it one day at a time. I think Chacha climbs on Nix's back. We should probably use the horse then and get there faster. You just seemed like you were having a lot of fun pulling the cart, so I didn't want to take that from you. It is a lot of fun, Chacha, but I I am starting to chafe, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, chafe is a good way to ruin a hike. All right, I, Cha-Cha, let's, let's finish what we're doing here. Let's see what we can find out about this ship from Stannis. Because honestly, if it's flying, like maybe we really could get back to Charmont a lot faster with the statues. So what do we do if someone betrays us? Do we kill them? I think you can't say what you're going to do in advance, Cha-Cha. It depends. Sometimes people have good reasons for betraying each other. But we killed Tamara and she was trying to help Atalia. And we still killed her. Oh, yeah. Um, She was, well, I just like to remind myself, Cha-Cha, that she was actively trying to kill me when I killed her. So it doesn't really matter what else she was doing. It was, that was my choice, was that Tamara would die and I would not. I mean, I would have killed her, too. I didn't know her, and she was just a pee pervert. So even if she was helping Italia... I don't really like pee perverts. They're not really useful. They make entertainers look bad. What? Flashback to the dark history of Cha-Cha. I was <laughs> 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 just imagining like Cha-Cha had never seen an outhouse before. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> what a strange little stage for me to perform on. <laughs> what horror had to teach her what outhouses were? Cha-cha, we have to wear clothes when we go into villages. <laughs> I like the idea that porta potties are a technology that made it to the ninth world, but not toilets, just porta <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we're making it back to camp, and Cha-cha's just kind of sitting there debating life. Deep in thought about murder. So much murder. When you guys get back <laughs> into camp, Dilly will be standing up and be like, I'm sorry, Cha-cha, I, I didn't know that this would happen. I mean, it's not like you did it yourself. If you did it yourself, then I'd have to take your hands. Oh, yeah. Bill uh. <laughs> kind of like put his, slowly put his hands like under his arms, just like, yeah, that seems fair, but I didn't do it, so that won't happen. Right, and we're just all having visions, so we need, I guess, share visions, because I guess visions are helpful. We're all having visions? When we were leaving, Germond and Mama Jaren was talking about some weird stuff, and I wasn't really paying attention anyway. I saw a bunch of bees. Like out the window? No, just everywhere was bees. Okay. Like the hive we just came from. So you saw the hive? Wait, did you see the beehive? The bees that we had to enc- we encountered? Like, do you see the future? Maybe. Maybe that's what changing the world is. We need to train to see the future and change it this time. 
Because this time when we go back, we'll hopefully go back to the right time. What? And Dilly will just like <laughs> look at Nick and Stannis and like, just be like, what? Right time? Nick just goes, time, man. So confused. Stannis is just kind of nodding. So like, yeah, that's deep. <laughs> so, uh, what? we gonna hit the road? Yeah, we're gonna use the horse this time. Nick says she doesn't want to pull the cart anymore. <laughs> I can change the harness. That's not too hard, I think. She's gonna use her mechanical horse so that we can get done with this mission a little faster, Dilly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad my brain wasn't the only one who went to, oh, Dilly thinks it's because the harness and Nyx should keep pulling the cart. <laughs> okay, so you're activating your mechanical steed? Yes. Okay. So, you are going to, you activate it, the steed appears, you attach to the cart. It's able to get you to Elderbriar in 14 hours. As you approach, Elderbriar is a fairly smallish village. Uh, looks like it might be about 50 people. You can see there's a little bit of excitement there. You see some of the people outside the edge of town, they seem to be moving these small flocks of these animals. They're sort of woolly, human-sized, wingless insects, but they seem to be herding them like livestock. As you come into town, there's a little bit of excitement, you can tell, because maybe they're not used to visitors, which Nix and Cha-Cha, you are very familiar with, like, in the broader aspects of the ninth world. Like, people aren't used to people moving between towns, especially not individual travelers. It's considered too dangerous to do that kind of thing. And there is a woman who walks towards you, and she is about middle-aged, dark hair. But you'll notice that her left arm, which seems to be moving just fine, seems to be completely made of ice. And she steps forward and says, Welcome to Elderbriar, travelers. My name is Galus. What brings you to Elderbriar? What's up, Galus? Is that right, Daniel? Did I hear that correctly? Mm -hmm. We're here for uh, a mount for our uh, wagon. It seems like you have one, and she nods to your mechanical steed. It's going to break down soon, so we really need to replace it with a live animal. Mm. Uh, my name's Nix. Uh, we've got Chacha here, Dilly, Italia, and Stannis, and we're sort of on a mission, but I've been pull uh, before that horse, I was pulling this cart, and it's not very sustainable. The chafing, you understand. She's a little confused at that, but she uh, she smiles anyway, and then she looks, Stannis, I recognize you. You've been here before, have you not? And Stannis says, a while ago. It was a short visit. And Gail says, I see. Well, we do have her. Do you have money to pay for such a thing? Not me personally, Italia. <laughs> well, I guess how much are they? Yeah. Well, about... Ten shins each. Oh, I got nine shins. Anyone else got a shin? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah, we can do. We yeah, we can. That. No problem. Yeah, we got money. How many are you looking for? Cha-Cha, do you know how many we need? Cha-Cha has I mean, animal handling or something, right? Mm -mm. No? No. I think we should get two. Yeah, they're roughly human-sized, Nick, so you can make some conclusions about their strength. Shoot. You guys got 11 shins? I've got 11. Chacha wants to just poke the lady's frozen arm. That's what she do. Is Chacha going to do that? Yes. The woman looks at you and 
she says, please don't do that. And then there is a slight shine and you see this sort of dagger of ice form in the air around her arm. I don't like being touched. Uh, I am so sorry for that. Chacha is new to this. So how how long can two perks pull a wagon like this without getting tired? How often do they have to rest? It depends on how heavy the wagon is, but if I'm, you know, I suppose you could get a good eight hours out of them at any given time. Should we do four instead? Would that make more sense? Cart to creature ratio? Yeah, maybe we should get two teams. Or, this is out of character, get two, and then, like, have Nick sleep in the bath, and then switch them out. <laughs> Nick's in the... <laughs> Nick's no. in the... <laughs> <laughs> would four make us go faster, Daniel? Or make it longer? It would make it easier. I, I don't know if you're going to get a lot more out of them. You might get a couple extra hours. It would mean you guys could ride in the cart if you wanted to, probably. Much more easily. I was thinking more of like an Oregon Trail situation, like two pulling, two walking, and then we switch them. Yeah, they're still going to be walking, though. Yeah, they're still going to be walking. I mean, the ones that aren't pulling, you're just basically going to get a couple more hours every day. What if we did a team of four? Could they go? Well, he said if we did a team of four, then we could ride in the cart. Or you could get a couple more hours out. Yes. If... Some of us ride in the cart, we could do other things, like work on cipher stuff and all. Finger gun at Dilly. Right. Sure. Yeah, if we can afford four, we should definitely get four, I think, if we have 40 shins. What money does Stannis have? <laughs> Pockets full of honey. That's what she has. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll give you 21 shins. I have nine, so that's three. You can buy three. Stannis will give you 10 shins. Four of your finest Perks, please, Galus. That can be arranged. What do they eat? Flesh? Mostly berries. They, you know, they can be convinced to, well, mostly berries. Occasionally they will be take interest in carrion if they're very hungry, but mostly berries. Don't worry about it. What? Nothing. Sorry. We can get rid of a body fast, then. They can be useful for that, yes. This is a good investment. Mm-hmm. Galus, as a uh, <laughs> group of discerning consumers, I would like to follow up on the don't worry about it. Although their <laughs> efficacy as corpse-consuming creatures is a point in their favor, I really want to know what we shouldn't be worried about. And trust me, we've been around, like, we've seen some weird shit, so you're not going to scare us off from buying them. It's as long as they get enough berries, you're fine. If they don't get enough berries, that's when they start looking for carrion or other meats okay so if we don't feed them berries they're gonna try to eat us is what you're saying i did not say that i just said they would get hungry <laughs> do they go cannibalistic first how uh how do you feed them here this is uh i don't see a ton of berries oh that's almost everything that's around here most of the far work is we collect berries and raise hurricks how many berries can we buy from you well, how many do you want? How much is a month's worth of berries? Oh my, that's a heavy amount. You do eat quite a few berries every day. Oh man, <laughs> these hercs are going to turn on us, you guys. I guess uh, no. we have to provide food for them. Will they eat any other plant matter besides berries? We haven't tried that in a long time. That's a no, so we just need to make sure we keep killing things. It's fine. 
I guess that's true. I can hunt for us and for the Herx. I said, but do we want four? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. ah, maybe we should only have two to deal with. Okay, well, we do we we never asked Dennis about this stupid ship either. But if they eat each other, it'll be fine. Aren't we here to get her ship? Isn't her ship here? Oh, we get the additional Herx as feed for the other Herx. Yeah, so we have four. When they get hungry, we kill one, and then we have three, and then we have two. I was just thinking we could ride in the cart, and then we would have whatever the distances that the Herx can do instead of whatever our walking distance is. But, I don't know, doesn't... There's also Stannis. Yeah, there is Stannis, too. Aren't we here to find her ship, though? Or am I crazy? That was a random ship. It's also randomly flying around. It's seen every two or three days. Could uh, could you build muzzles for the Herx? Um, I can. I don't know if that would help, because it would still attack, right? What if Dilly disassembled the mechanical horse? Could he salvage the Numenera Io from it, because it's still functioning? So we just need to salvage the still-living carcass of the mechanical horse. He could try. He sure could. I can try. I sure could. But uh, your question about the cannibalists, that I don't worry about that too much. I mean, but they're they're pack hunters typically when they go into that mode. Oh, I see. But if we break Stannis's kneecap, then we'll be fine. Cha cha, we're not gonna. I'm standing right here, Cha cha. You're not officially part of the group, so it's okay. Don't worry about it. Just like this lady is saying, don't worry about it. Nix is like standing behind Cha Cha, going like, it's, it, "Don't worry, like, yeah, don't worry about it. It won't happen." That's actually pretty good. I only lean over. Dilly will lean over. Stands like that's actually a pretty good guarantee from her. Like that's that's pretty good. Like <laughs> better than most people get. So should we do two instead of four? Just what constitutes a pack? Well, I mean, in the wild, they'll they'll gather in groups, you know, pairs or up to six or seven, sometimes ten. So if we get two, we they will need meat either way. Well, it depends on how many berries you buy and how far you have to take them. Yeah, I think we're getting hung up on the meat. So I think maybe two, and then we just have rations for two for maybe like however long it's going to take us to get back to Shalmas, because then we can ditch the cart there and then sell these to someone there. Oh, you're heading to Shalmas. Well, that's not a month away, I don't think. This should be a couple of weeks. Is it because Dilly is so slow? Trying to catch up, right? Cardio, Dilly. Cardio. Yeah, it's hell. It sucks. <laughs> Who would choose to do that? Well, the nice thing about having a cart that's moving is that you can cardio until you can't cardio, and then you can just, like, sit, and then you can, like, rest and recoup, and then you can cardio some more, you know? So we only need three, because we're going to make Dilly run behind the cart. Until he passes out. Chacha. And then we can switch him out. Chacha. No. Chacha's nodding like this is a good plan. No. <laughs> we get that far. All right, we're getting. Uh, how much is rations for two of them for two weeks? Would that fit in our cart? Um. Yeah, I, th- I think it could probably fit in your cart. I mean, it is something that's pretty rare to our location, so it does have value. Okay, so what what would the value be? I think for two weeks worth, it's going to be seven shins. Okay, that's why we'll hand over seven. Whoa, whoa. Are we going to 
Oh, Italia. No, never. Never without... Listen. Okay. Galus, if it's so rare to your location, how come the Herx haven't attacked you? We have plenty here, but it's hard to find elsewhere. You're asking to carry things out. Oh, you're exploiting us. Yeah. Yeah. So... Maybe murder this village instead of buying berries. No, no. <laughs> this is just the ecosystem here. Can we just buy these herbs and this food and be done, please? <laughs> Certainly, I can have two herbs brought over to you and have some berry bushels brought over. I look at the rest of them. Billy gives you a thumbs up like that. Yeah. Can we get a berry plant? <laughs> Like a bush that's living. If you find one in the wilds, and as long as it's not from one of our farms, you're welcome to uproot one and try to do what you want. Cool. cool. Daly's going to take quick note of the berries, like the color, the shape, just to like put that in his brain. So, Okay. The berries have a sort of black, blue, almost green sheen. Like if you think of like art that's made to look like a like an oil spill on the ground, like all those different shades of blue and black, things like that. That's that's what they look like. The berries are not perfectly spherical in shape. They Each one looks, it has like an odd shape, like it's almost like double pitted, so they end up looking a bit like a peanut, except they are quite clearly a berry. Like those weird kissing cherries. Mm-hmm. Or the butt cherries, if you don't like kissing. Mm-hmm. If you prefer butt to kissing, sure. <laughs> yes. Why not both? <laughs> Hell yeah. A quick question. Are these berries, like, poisonous to humans? I wouldn't try eating them, no. Will you turn into a herc? Is that how you're getting more of them? That you're just capturing innocent passerbyers, feeding them berries, and forcing them into manual labor? She, like, fr- like looks at you strangely. No, that's not... Berries can't turn you into a herc. Chacha gives her a very, very hard side eye, like, mm. Another question, probably a bit more grounded. So are they poisonous, or do they just taste bad? I just kind of want a definite answer on that one. I don't believe they're life-threatening, but they are not hospitable to human digestion. Bad time, but not the last time. Got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So they load up your card. With four enormous bushels. These baskets are about as tall as Dilly. Oh, shit. Are they as thick? Yeah, they're basically Dilly-sized, and they are full to the brim with berries. Are they meat-specific, or just, like, anything that's flesh? Oh, uh, whatever they can catch. How much of the berries do they eat a day so that they don't eat anything else? Well... You've got two weeks worth of berries there, <laughs> sir. I think you can do the math. by 14? He doesn't want them to become obese and overeat themselves and then get lazy from the beaties. Oh, they never overeat with the berries. Oh. The meat, yes. Oh. But the berries, no. Does their blood sugar get high when they eat meat? I don't know if we know the answer to that exactly. The big thing is that if they are eating meat, we have to get them berries right away, or we usually have to put them down. You may have said this, they definitely choose berries over meat, regardless of the state that they're in. That's been our experience, yes. Cool, cool, cool. 
leave. Yes, please. Dilly, can you can you mess with this mechanical horse to make sure we have something that goes fast when these guys start chasing us to eat us? We're not going to get to that point, but I will definitely do what I can with the horse. I do what I can with the horse. So is your goal to try to get an extra use out of it, or is your goal to try to salvage it for Io? That's a good question. I'll ask Chacha. It can only carry two of us, so unless you're willing to fight Nix and Italia to get on the horse to run away, I think we should salvage it. I will do that, then. I will salvage. Because I don't think you'll win that fight. I, I, it won't even be a fight. Like, just get squished. Explode. Uh, I'll salvage, I guess, the horse. <laughs> Bring it to behind the building and okay. put a screwdriver in the back of its head. I don't know. I didn't grow up on a farm. <laughs> okay. So you have light tools, right? I have crafting tools, unless there's... Light I tool. think we agreed that we were going to say you made light tools okay. along the way, since you had, like, weeks of travel. All right. I will do that, then. I give up one synth to make light tools. <laughs> and then I, I, I do that. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> okay. So now you want to salvage the horse, right? Um, Cha-Cha, do you have a level for your mechanical steed? While you guys are looking that up, Daniel, could Nyx use Confident Outlook for salvaging and assist? Yeah, you could, because that would make it, that would bring your inability to a neutral, yeah. so then you could okay. assist. Yeah, That's what I will do. So it was a level three item. Yes, yes it is. So this would be, for Dilly, this is a difficulty nine salvage. You have an inability, so that brings it to a 12, but you have light tools, so that brings it down to a 9. And you have Nix's assist, which brings it down to a 6. Could Chacha help? Chacha doesn't have salvaging. But she is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I will use a level of effort to bring that down. So it's a 3. If you get a 1, I vote the horse becomes sentient. <laughs> <laughs> I forget to turn it off, so it just kicks me. When I try to take its heart out. Twelve. Yeah! Okay. Congratulations, Dilly. What do I get? What do I get? You get two parts, three synth, and one biomechanical IO, and one void stone as IO. Uh, void stone, void stone. I finally had a good idea. So are there other mm -hmm. IOTM beyond what the table that I'm looking at on in Destiny? Oh, there's shitloads of kinds. There's also a uh, a whole, there's another book called Discovering Tomorrow that's got all sorts of other IO. You don't need it as a player, though. It's more like GM stuff. I want to know. I want to know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. All right. So you have successfully salvaged your portable steed. I did it. Hey, that's pretty cool. All right. Uh, Dilly has IO again. I can be all right now. <laughs> void stones are badass by the way I would not let anybody else carry one because I don't know if you guys remember but void stones can if you hold a void stone and you're not doing it the right way it can cause a mutation cool um, we already have enough mutations in this party so stop being so prejudiced Italia no I mean she's an app human there's a difference oh okay well then hand it over my turn I <laughs> 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 uh, 
want to see what it tastes like? <laughs> mm, yummy. Like, allowing a mutation to occur with it would exhaust the void stone. And Okay, no. Don't give it to me. <laughs> All right. I already have a scar. Okay. We're good. Well, to be fair, it would be Dilly giving you another thing that's kind of like a scar. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so you've got these hurricks, you've got these bushels, you've got your Io. Where are you going with all this? We look at Stannis. Yes, all four of us. So where are we going? <laughs> We're going to Shalm. Sharmon? Ship. Shalmas? We're going to ship. We're going to pick up Stannis' stones. Then. Don't we have the stones, I thought? Or we have the statues? statue yeah no one's paying us to get the stones we were paid to get the statues and stannis we return stannis and stannis can leave again but if we get the stones so do we need to go to shalmas or do we just go to charmond we need to go to shalmas because that's where we and we see if we can get new animals i thought stannis had to report back to charmond though no. Stannis needs to report to Sala. We are only looking for the statues. And we're finding Stannis for Sala. I just thought that Stannis was, like, keen on finishing whatever task that she had started or something. Yes. Oh, she is. Which was? That's a Stannis problem. I feel like if we help Stannis with the stones, then that kind of puts us in a good light with the Guardians of Night's Hope. But we remember Dilly, murder, robot. Who's following where you've been? Where else has Dilly been in the city of Charmond besides the Queen's platoon? Well, he hasn't been seen anywhere else. Doesn't matter where he's been seen, it's where he's been. Uh, it's true, he was never identified at the Queen's platoon. He does nervously look at Nick's like, I, yeah. It's why we hired guards, Dilly. Yes. Not trying to, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting back either, but. I would like to hear more about this ship, because it, if it's a flying ship, then maybe it can get us back faster. That's true. Also, I'd like to be clear that we're not having this conversation in front of all of these villagers. I assume we've left this village. <laughs> okay. Are you having it in front of Stannis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've definitely, like, asked Stannis. <laughs> well, it took us 14 hours to get here. I, I just need to know what you guys want to do, because I've got to go get the crystals either way. Which means I've got to go get them now. So you guys can either come with me or we can part ways. Where are the crystals? Are they on the way back to Shalmas? They're in the ship. Oh, they're on the ship. That randomly flies. The lift that I stepped on accidentally that put me in the ship. It's a little, it's not an enormous way out of the way. Maybe adds an extra day or two to our journey. Question, did you know the ship was there when you stepped on the lift? Or did you have to wait for it to like, no, get into the right position? You, you didn't know. I stepped on the lift, and I was in the ship. I honestly cannot tell you how I got there. Okay, then we don't have to hunt for it, at least. Sounds like. I know it's weird for me to say this, but I feel like getting the crystals would be a good idea. I think that would help us more, because it's going to take us a month to get to Charmond anyway, and whatever happens with my robot, it's going to have already happened. Well, could we get a message to Mama Jaren? Stannis, do you have means of talking? I don't have a way of reaching the caller from here. Salah would, but I don't. Uh, which way to this lift? It's to the north. It's probably a little, about a day out of our way. It would only If we were heading there, stopping there, and then going directly to Shalmas, maybe a day and a half of extra travel. 
okay, so here's the thing is Chacha wants to get back to Charmond. I wouldn't mind checking on my parents sooner rather than later. That's ultimately where we got to get these statues, guys. So how about we go to the lift? We see what's up. And then they're honestly to get back to Charmond more quickly. Like we don't, I'm not interested in collecting the cash from Salas like Stannis can and go. But if that ship can get us back faster, I'm interested. There's no reason for us to go back to Shalmas. Don't we need to kind of confirm with Salas so we can confirm with... We could send a message. We could send a message. We could send a message from this village. From this village? Can we hire a messenger here to take a note to Shalmas? Don't they have... There's not a local messenger. You might have to find somebody who is traveling along the road because travel is not easy. You guys are probably the closest things to potential messengers that this village has seen in months. Should really work on their postal system. Pony Express didn't give shit, man. Pony Express didn't have to work with nine apocalypses. <laughs> or our current president. Ooh. <laughs> uh, on the way, we can try to find a way to communicate with Mama J. All right? But... Guys, Italian and Dilly, I feel like you guys are playing a little bit fast and loose with the uh, the care Chacha and I have for our friends and family. We can go straight back to Charmant if you want. Look, I'm not finding one way or the other. What do you want to do? I want to go see if this ship can get us to Charmant faster. Okay, let's go do that then. Have to get pissed at us for things we can't control. I just don't know. Nick doesn't have anything to say to that. I don't know. <laughs> like... Okay. Okay. So you guys are trying to get to that ship lift? Is that what's happening? Yeah, we want to, I think. We want to acquire the ship okay. and be able to get back to That's the first step you've agreed on. Okay, so as you're going, Stannis is saying, like, the ship did try to throw me off as soon as I got on board. So we, we'll need to try to figure out a way past that. You guys are walking, and it's probably been about half a day or so. There's two things I want to address here. And one of them is I'm going to offer Italia an XP. Okay. Sure. Who will you give the other two? I'm going to give it to Dilly because I'm really impressed with his salvaging. Okay. So, Italia, as you are walking, you guys are going over a hill, and you trip over a rock. Me? I don't trip. Yep. Damn, y'all. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you took the XP. Balancing. Come on, jumping. <laughs> I know. I know, it's bad. Like, I don't know, maybe you were distracted by your own thoughts. Maybe I, I was, know. like, playing with Jeski's ear or something. I was like, Jeski, I love you so much. And Jeski follows after you. Nix, you're the closest one to her. And she does that. Oh, Nix can try to catch her from falling. You're not going to be able to catch her. You could try to chase after her. Wait, so I trip, I fall? Where do I fall? Do I fall down a gorge or what? No, just a hill. Just a hill? Just rolling down the hill. Do I shout as yes. you wish as I fall down? <laughs> <laughs> I going to make that joke. <laughs> That's a character choice. That's a character choice. You hear something, but it's unintelligible. <laughs> oh, such a good Sasuke. <laughs> he eats shit. <laughs> ah! Yeah. <laughs> so next you're... Chasing down the hill? Yeah, Nick's going to scramble down the hill. Okay. Natalia, you don't really take any real damage. It's just sort of embarrassing. You know, Nick comes down as you're getting 
uh, getting up and kind of getting your pack sorted. And Nyx, you no- notice a small bundle that looks like it fell out of Italia's bag. Oh, Nyx will pick it up. Italia, you dropped this. It is a bundle of envelopes, and they are all addressed to Italia in your handwriting. Oh, holy shit. Are they open? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dude, you kept all my letters? Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, he's <laughs> like scrambling up. She's like <laughs> so muddy. Dude, this is so cool. Nick's like pick one and pull it out and like read it. Natalia's dying. Oh shit! Yeah, this is the one where I told you about that prank I played at the proving ground. Like, what did you think, dude? It was. Pr- I mean, I thought it was pretty sick. It it was pretty sick. I sewed everyone's pants shut. It was great. You should have seen him try to get dressed. Oh man. Okay. Uh, Hannah, what what's what else? And she's just like going through them and pulling out random. Ins- what, what did you think of this, Italia? Yeah, I thought it was something you would do. Yeah. Are you guys okay down there? Down there? Yeah, I think we need to get going. Place to be. I better get to that ship. Bye. Yeah. Nick's one thing you'll remember is that. Natalia never actually responded to any of your letters. Yeah, and that's why Nyx was like, oh my god, what did you think of this? Because she never <laughs> like responded to any of it. Natalia's just dying. <laughs> Man, I didn't even think you read these. After a while, it was like journaling. Actually, this is why I got a journal, dude. Oh, okay, well. Yeah, because I was writing you, and then I didn't know if you were getting them or if you moved or like whatever. So I kind of stopped writing, you know, after, you know, a few years ago. But, oh, you want to read my journal? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, that would be a really fascinating read, I'm sure. But, um, we have places that we need to be going, remember? Oh, yeah, I can, well, I don't know if I can read and walk. Anyway, you you know you could have wrote me back and I would have read them, too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what about this one? <laughs> so as Nix is saying that, the camera pans back up kind of from Dilly's view, where Dilly's standing there. Dilly, since Stannis has kind of come up behind you and is just like looking down with you. And what nobody else is paying attention to is Cha-Cha, who's on the other side of the cart. And Cha-Cha, you see a familiar figure form out of nothing. Oh, no. A figure of ebon and flame. Oh, no. With his predator mouth. And he floats over towards you. And again, as always, his strange mouth moves, but unrelated to the movements is how you hear his voice and he says cha-cha i'm growing concerned but a new best friend said you can't be trusted so i'm not sure why you're concerned shouldn't i be concerned what do you mean new best friend i met a new one in the caves i wouldn't worry about them but if you can't be trusted how am i supposed to change the world You're going to change the world either way, Cha-Cha. I can lead you down the path that brings that change, or you could follow the meek and nothing ever gets done. Nothing gets better. What kind of changes? Cha-Cha, I thought you would have figured out by now. I can only kill so many people. Oh, you don't have to kill anyone, Cha-Cha. We just need you to open the door. And that's where we'll end this episode.
Fuck. <gasps> this fucking door. <laughs> Tune in next time where we see if Chacha just starts opening every fucking door and like, huh? 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 <laughs> well, first we've got to get back <clears throat> to some place that has doors. Yeah, sure. it'll go. It'll like become a farce comedy. Chaja's just running through hallways and opening doors. <sighs> we get the rights to the Benny Hill thing. <laughs> do, 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 do. That might be a little difficult. That's not available with my usual stock licenses. Is that on the public domain yet? I don't think so. I don't think it's old enough. Mm-hmm. Not old enough to know better. Still too young to care. Yeah. So, Samson, something that Dilly did this session that stuck out to you. Oh, man. Oh, fucking Dilly is like finally on his way to not being a tackle on NPC. He's kind of starting to participate, I guess. Mostly it's talking to Italia and Nix and fucking figuring out what he's going to do now because he's t- coming to terms that he can't just keep running. And also I didn't botch my salvage roll. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Successfully once you got Io. Listeners may not know, but I am not known for rolling well. What? I think they know by now. <laughs> I'm never quite sure. what. You've rolled pretty well the last couple times, honestly. I've been pretty impressed. But you will go straight where you roll impressively. It's the one with uh, the kind of dimensionally things that we were dealing with between Charmant and Shalmas. Because that session was like, I rolled a 1 and a 20 and then a 1. Or at least that's how I remember it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's bad. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, where you got yeah. sucked in the middle of 1. Dilly almost died. Yeah, that was rough. What? When did this happen? It was the Into the Woods episode with the clicking creatures from the other dimension. He got sucked inside one, and he took. <gasps> oh, I remember this. Yeah, now I remember. Left five or six intellect points. Yeah, just across my pool. It's just six points. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. This is where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would absolutely dig. This week it is Alex's turn. Alex, what will you offer our listeners an XP to check out? So going along with my theme of trying to be more specific and not doing these large, overarching, random ideas, I would like people to check out the Harvest Moon slash Story of Seasons. Mm. So the reason it has two different names is the overhead company, Natsume, owns the rights to the name Harvest Moon. But the people who actually made the games are now remaking a lot of them and calling them Story of Seasons. Mm. So the basic premise behind it is, oh no, your grandpa just died, but oh yes, you get his farm. It is a shit show, and it is a farming simulator where you also seduce people. So... Okay, that's very on brand. Yeah. Fix your farm, seduce some peoples. And the newest one, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town, I think it is. Well, that's the, what it's remaking. They have finally brought in gay marriage, like LGBTQ marriage. Hmm. So you can seduce anyone with a heart indicator, which is kind of nice. Unfortunately, you cannot steal people from their actual spouses yet. <laughs> yet, there are a few people I'm just like, hey, baby. Me and my farm could treat you better. They haven't implemented Prima Nocta or whatever. <laughs> yep. 
So yeah, they introduced Angora bunnies, flavored cows, I think alpacas as well. It's, you know, a fun little Switch game to play. And it has an easy mode now, so you can start with money and crops, take it to that new chill level. How does it compare with, say, something like Stardew Valley? So Harvest Moon inspired Stardew Valley. Okay. That's where, like, all of that idea came from. Stardew Valley took it further. But yeah, the original Harvest Moon inspired Stardew Valley, so they're very similar. You just don't fight anything. Like, you won't die, per se, in Harvest Moon. People can hate you, though. Kind of similar to Animal Crossing, where it's, you're building up. Mm -hmm. Town. Although this one specifically is focused on farming rather than community. Correct. I mean, you can still be a horrible person, but most people try not to do that. I'm still trying to pick out who's going to be my future farm person partner thing. I haven't decided what yet. You haven't found a Wesley. Yeah. I mean, like, my heart wants to say go with Potpourri, that dumb <laughs> bitch, but... <laughs> I think, like, she's progressively gotten smarter throughout the games. Like, the first one I played was on the Nintendo 64, and she just helped run the flower shop. And, like, she's pink hair, pink eyes, and she was just head full of rocks. But it was, like, it was either Potpourri, the flower girl, Ellie, the... I don't even know what she did. She was just, like, baking or something. Maria, the mayor's daughter, and the farm girl, or Karen the drunk. She was literally a drunk. That was her storyline. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. These are some Voices. winning characters. They've introduced a new character, the Earth Weirdo. Go seduce the hippie chick in the tent who will ask you about your aura. Oh, you don't even have to tell me to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. If people wanted to tell us what they thought about the podcast or about Harvest Moon or Story of Seasons, how would they do that, Marietta? Well, if they were wise, they would start at our website, which is explorerswanted.fm, where they would see links to all of the following. Our social medias, which we are extremely active on Twitter, we're at Explorers Wanted, and we are also on Instagram, which is at Explorers Wanted Podcast, and then we're on Facebook as Explorers Wanted Podcast. And if you really want to hang out and socialize with us and interact, the best way is to come to our Discord server, which is Explorers Wanted, and there's links to it on all the social medias and on the website. And we have a Patreon, which is a thing that really helps us. If you are able to support us through that, that would be really great. There are some great benefits for the tiers, like we, one of them, for one of the higher ones, is that the characters do journals every month. So if that's within your means, we would love to have you on there as well. It's Explorers Wanted on Patreon. Awesome. Awesome. And if you enjoyed the podcast today, if you wanted to help us out, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend and tell them why you like the podcast and why they should listen to them or why they should listen to us. The second best thing you could do is leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory, particularly Apple Podcasts, Stitcher or Podchaser, those have a huge impact on people finding us. The five-star ratings are incredible. What makes the extra impact is if you leave a review saying why somebody should listen to it or why you enjoy it, that has a huge impact on us finding an audience. And we actually have a new five-star review. Stace, what's that? Yeah, so 10 Bones from the US of A 
uh, left a five-star review titled Noob-Friendly Actual Playthrough. I don't have a background with Numenera, and I don't feel like I am missing anything from the story. They do a good job of keeping the plot moving and exploring the world without getting hung up on the rules. And I will say that's true. We do not get hung up mm-hmm. on the rules. <laughs> <laughs> rules can't stop us. So thank you, Ten Bones, for that five-star rating. I'm glad you're enjoying it. And Ten Bones, if your username happens to be a reference to Martin Ten Bones from Sandman, ping me and let me know. But yes, thank you. That review came in on Apple Podcasts. If you didn't like the podcast for some reason, then I think you're ready to hear this. Listen, I know you suspected it for a long time. You told people that you grew out of it, but somewhere deep down, you've known you were lying. I understand. You don't need to worry. The thing under your bed does exist, but it means you no harm. You don't have to jump into your bed or out of your bed. It is not going to try to grab your ankles. It doesn't want to hurt you. It doesn't even want to scare you, which is why it only comes out of the shadows after you've fallen asleep, so that it can slide up the side of your bed and rest its head next to yours. It makes a point of being away by the time that you wake. But sometimes you can hear it in your sleep. If ever you dream and hear the distant sound of the sucking of teeth, know the thing is there, cuddling close but not touching, for as long as the night can last. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can reach me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can follow me on Twitter at Stace Windu. You suspect you may have farted on the monster under your bed at some points. You can find me at Slime Potato. If you also feel like that damn, that monster's the longest lasting and most healthy relationship you've had, you can reach out to me and we can reminisce about that at Realty Unicorn on Twitter. Are you actually still terrified of the monster under your bed as I am? If so, please tweet at me at I'm on a hike. Okay, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week, as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, or morning, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.